look what I got, guys. What'd you get? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. good man. A wise choice. Even without playing it, I've gotten so much reading out of it. Well, right, yeah. and and you know, if I really enjoy a game, I want them to have some of my money. So right, absolutely. Well, also, I just want it in the on the bookshelf in case I need to run it someday. <laughs> yeah, you know like, that's a really cool cover. I love the is, yeah. design on that. It's perfect. That I need to get that book too, just because I, from what little I've seen of it, it's just a beautiful book to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really, I really yeah. jive with the art and the style of it is just really well executed. So why don't we just go ahead and play through Rip Slag Cheeks clocks and say that they're done and they're done. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, only makes sense. Oh, his, I believe one of your clocks, you got Ghosts are Coming is one. Ghosts are Coming, which is my favorite. And I, I kind of hope that that never actually finishes because i just like the name of it <laughs> we're gonna and... start a new ghost to come and clock if it does oh that sounds good yeah i would love that and then oh, uh, the curious spirit the next one is uh bad ghosts to come in <laughs> i see a bad ghost rising oh yeah yeah there we go yeah this and and monster of the week are Ooh, are yeah. the yeah. two i really feel like like deserve uh more attention in the future yeah we need to give monster another another outing and what was the Keanu Reavers? Oh yeah, that was that was D and D with the King and Dungeons. Yeah, King of Dungeons. I, I want to read Dungeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Reavers. Well, I I just think the Keanu Reavers is a fun crew. We had a good dynamic on that. Yeah, Rob is is this is are you running a pre built module here or oh, no. No. no? This is all you. <laughs> I don't even know if there is a pre built module for this. No. Because no. uh, you start with the the crew, you know, making their mm-hmm. characters and their crew, and try to like, if I had a, I don't know, a smuggling mission, and you guys are like, mm-hmm. no, we want to do arcane sabotage, mm-hmm. then like my mission, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. So no, you kind of have to mm-hmm. play it toward what the crew is wanting to do. Well, sure. That's the weird thing about this game is that you know I would never run it in a million years, but um, <laughs> it's so much fun to play. Well. You pull it off fairly well, Rob. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've felt we've had a pretty convincing, fleshed out <laughs> Duskwall without a yeah. whole lot of, of plot holes or... <laughs> yeah, just don't look too close. Oh, yeah. Never do. If I was going to run this, I would just listen to our one and just just run that <laughs> with somebody else. That's how I'd do it. Cause, but there's, as far as I know, there's no, there's no published ones. I don't think so. Okay. We have everybody. So let's uh, let's start. Just quick, uh, remind us uh, who your characters are, please. A uh, quick uh, intro. You don't have to do anything uh, to advance uh, their character background at this point. Just a quick re-intro since it's been weeks and weeks. Let's start. I'll just go down the list. Go with Rip Slag Cheek. Hi, Rip Slag Cheek. Uh, indeterminate type of person. Likes to keep wear a thick, heavy cloak. Very interested in dead things, especially dead things that come back to talk. All right, Silver. Silver, the slide, the attractive uh, uh, young woman of noble background trying to make her way in the, the mean streets of, of uh, where the hell are we? Duskwall. <laughs> Duskwall, thank you. Takes everything you've got. Yeah. Seymour. Seymour, the long, tall, lean, conniving spider. 
usually has a plan at the ready and a pistol up his sleeve. All right. Wee Willie Two Teeth? Oh, Wee Willie Two Teeth, uh, Coleridge Badger. Still small, like a Dickensian child, and uh, <laughs> maybe has a grudge <laughs> against uh, Helena Gunvale, but uh, we'll see that later. Joy's gambling and uh, enjoys uh, an explosion or two because he's a leech. I'm playing Helena Gun Vale, uh, and Gun is a hound, and uh, she is a former blue coat, a bit of a crack shot. Uh, usually has uh, at least one, maybe two uh, firearms on her at any given time, typically with electroplasmic ammunition because she's starting to find her passion in life. Her new passion, after uh, losing her dream job, is uh, killing ghosts. Feels awful good. Bustin makes her feel good. <laughs> Together you are the Sun Chasers. And you are coming off an evening of great success. You did a job contracted by the uh, fixer sort of fella, Van Dorn, to yep. rip off a an three centuries old ledger book for some reason from the Bowmore Festival Hall as they celebrated the anniversary of the construction of the vast Bowmore Bridge. You got in and out uh, reasonably unscathed with a variety of chicaneries and strange encounters along the way, including a possessed actor slash courtesan uh, who was getting ready to blow up the building. Didn't Rip have a chance to look at that book? Well, you didn't take because you handed it off. But uh, as, as you'll recall, uh, Rip Slagcheek, as it was walking away, he had some kind of spirit sense going on and realized that there's some kind of powerful spirit entity in That's the right. book. That's right. Yeah, it's it's haunted or possessed or. or Definitely got to check that one out of the library. Something. <laughs> and uh, Gunn had a very yeah, polite interaction with the, the servant who picked up the book uh, and took the drop. And we advance now to the next day where you meet Van Dorn uh, for the payoff. Once again at the bar called the False Prophet on Oracle Road in the shadow of the Crumble Tower, one of the abandoned towers of the Six Tower District. There's, of course, some rubble strewn around the street mm -hmm. from the crumbled bits of it, though it still rises up pretty far above the landscape here. It is earlier in the day than last time you met Van Dorn, but he's still drinking pints of what appear to be heavy spirits or he's pulling off a good sham of it. And apart from uh, sweating ethanol, he never seems to show any effect <laughs> from it. And uh, so we can proceed with the action there meeting Van Dorn. Well, first of all, uh, he hands over the money as promised, uh, which was, uh, I believe, eight coin. I believe that's correct. And uh, Van Dorn says... Uh, sounds like all is well. My client uh, reported the receipt of his book, though he noted that, uh, he checks his notes, you could have been nicer to his servant. <laughs> but that's not something we can deduct pay for now, is it? I mean, the plan went off pretty much without a hitch. Listen, I should have offered him, I, he should be paying me. I offered him fucking lessons and advice for, you know, fucking free here, so... I'm going to uh, slide all, along over right. and just step with my heel onto Helena's uh, foot. <laughs> dig my dig my elbow into their ribs pretty good. <laughs> she doesn't feel it. She's like, what? <laughs> he nice. says, um, so just word on the street I've been tracking. Uh, it sounds like there's a bit of a disturbance at the, at the event last night. Uh, the public explanation is that 
a contractor had uh, done something that disrupted one of the electrostatic power lines uh, in the basement. But the <laughs> uh, underlying buzz I'm hearing is that there was some kind of major bomb scare. So, of course, the Bowmores would want to keep uh, that quiet. I don't question your methods, but blowing up the building is quite a bold move, if that was your intent. Thank you. Uh, This is the first we're hearing of that, certainly. Of course it is. Of course it is, he says. Rip turns and and gives you the side eye, (laughs) Seymour. Well, here's the thing. It sounds like, for the most part, you went largely undetected there. I can play this one of a couple ways, if you'd like. If you'd like, among certain of our circles for word of your deeds to get out and uh, boost your reputation in our community, I can certainly do that. Though, of course, when that happens, word sometimes gets to informants for the blue coats. And so I'm going to step back and say this in game terms now. You guys were seen in the midst of, you know, at a place where there's a lot of criminal activity at a place owned by a commander of a precinct blue coat station. They're very interested. So what would come out of this is on your own, you would get one to your reputation as a crew and one Ooh. to heat. Which, and heat means police attention. If it builds up, you start to get wanted. What uh, Mr. Van Dorn is offering is he can let word be known in the right circles. It would add two more to your reputation for three total, but it would also add an extra heat for a total of Ooh. two. So yes. chat amongst Escalation. yourselves if you... Well, would you like to know where we stand first, seeing as I have the crew sheet? Currently, our reputation. Do you also current- like to take into account that said commander of the blue coats is madly in love with me? <laughs> I don't think that's going to help. It might. Our current reputation is four, and our current heat is also four. We can take on one, two, three, four, five more heat before we hit a wanted level, or maybe it's that's four correct. more heat. This, this is this five is, more. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. It's either we get one and one. Or we get three and two. We take three and two. That's the better deal. Yes. Take the better At this deal point, we're good then, with uh, three and two. Okay. Spider wants to stay in heat, the dark, right? man. Nah. Mm. You can do things to reduce heat. It's true. And reputation, what that does is, I mean, partly it's an in-game thing where it's your repute among other gangs. But also, once you get to, I think it's 12 reputation, you level up your gang. And oh. you get to take new crew characteristics. Uh, and you... Uh, you boost your effective level as a crew. So that's pretty. That's a pretty cool thing to do. There are also ways to lower the number of reputation you need to get there. Okay. You don't. I don't think you guys have gotten any turf yet, though. So you're going to have to bring that side over. Okay. So are we going? Are we going with the increase of three in our rep and adding two to our heat? As Mr. Slagcheek says, it's good. We're I think I'm the only no vote. Well, I haven't voted yet, but quite frankly. It sounds like it doesn't matter if I do or not. So, all right, motion is carried. <laughs> <laughs> who's take, who's keeping minutes? Mister Van Dorn says, "I'll make sure word gets out in the right circles without too much detail, of course." He says, "I I would uh, enjoy working with you in the future. I would uh, I tend to working with the same crew. I'd like to space it out over a course of a few weeks, so nobody draws too many close connections between us for the same sorts of operations, but." I am sure I will to you before too much longer. What's the best way to leave word for you? I can leave word here if you want to check in from time to time, or uh, if you have a drop-off, I can certainly send a note. Do you know Salia? Of course I know Salia. I've been known to pop in on him from time to time. Hmm. Excellent. Or her. 
I will do the same. <laughs> and uh, Van Dorn offers to stand you a drink uh, before you part your merry ways. Certainly. Absolutely. Never too early for a drink. Okay. Oh, we were waiting. Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if there's anything else you wanted to ask or chat with Van Dorn about, go for it. Otherwise, we can proceed to your downtime activity. I was going to ask a, a question of our game master. Yes. Would Van Dorn be a good person to maybe see if he can keep an eye on that cousin of mine who may be thinking he's a little bit nosy and asking around? And we did tell him some incredibly huge whoppers there. So. <laughs> or maybe that would be something I could ask my gang leader friend. Or maybe we could just deal with your cousin here. Uh, he says, uh, I could probably <laughs> arrange uh, for a fee. I, I have contacts who could uh, do some surveillance if that's what you want. Be okay with that. I will, okay. I will front for it. Okay. Yeah, Um. It's. It, it won't be a huge amount of money. If you keep it going for a while, we'll dock you a coin. But uh, for now, he'll, uh, he'll put it on credit. Okay. It's basically, he's just, uh, he's getting street urchin level help to uh, keep an eye out on somebody. Okay. That's all I have. Okay, then let us proceed to downtime activities. So you each get two of them. And after this, we'll have some kind of free play that's going to set up options for future uh, jobs for you all. But let me run through the list of downtime activities for you. Indulge vice, a very common one. You indulge whatever your chosen vice is in an effort to lower your stress level. I think some of you came out with a fair amount of stress, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm can. getting up there. <laughs> You can train to build up experience points on your character sheets in the hopes of, in the future, actually adding dots to some of your attributes. You can do things to try to reduce heat to throw uh, police interest off of your trail. You can recover, which is trying to get rid of some of your wounds and things like that. What are they? I can't remember what they're called on your character sheet, but those things. Harm. Harm, thank you. You can reduce harm. And you have a contact, I believe, who is a doctor, if I'm not mistaken, a physiker. You can work on a long-term project, which you might have started last time or might initiate this time. And that could be, I'm going to work on developing a plan to build a weird machine. Or it could be, I'm going to try to build a network of informants on my jerk of a cousin. Or I'm going to try to get in good with blank faction. Like the sky's the limit. This, that's kind of a catch-all for something that you can't do in one shot, but you can do over time. And then the last one is acquire asset, which gives you temporary use of a special item or a set of common items. Like you know, hey, we need some big guns for our next job. A cohort, an expert or gang, a vehicle, which I think technically you still have. You didn't end up using your uh, goat cart last time, did you? The goat nope. cart. Yeah. I forgot so about I don't, the goat cart. Yeah. I don't think you used that, uh, which you had obtained last time, or a service of some sort, uh, a boat ride, or use of a warehouse for temporary storage, or a legal advocate should such need arise. <laughs> a but what's that going to happen? Um, does anybody have something that strikes them right off the bat? They want to jump in on their first one? If I could, I would like to spend an evening at the Golden Plum. And another thing I would like to do, and uh, this is more for just role play than mechanics, or sure. I guess you can decide that, is I would like to extend an invitation for the fortune teller who didn't give us up to hmm. join me. 
and I would like to send the invitation on fancy letterhead under the name Archduke John C. Peppertooth. <laughs> that would be Tosca the All-Knowing. Tosca, yes. This piece of paper, Tosca. Yeah, she's in. Especially okay. if you're buying. Yeah, I, I mostly just want to repay her for her favor and try to curry some favor down the line if it's ever needed. That sounds so good. So I figured taking her out to a to a fancy restaurant might help with that. Okay, and your vice is pleasure? Or... Yes, Okay. pleasure. So you're going to make your vice roll. You roll dice equal to your lowest attribute rating. So that's either going to be how many dots you have under insight or prowess or resolve. Okay, so under prowess, I have one dot, one, one dot. Okay, so you are going to make a prowess roll of 1d6. And remember in the game, 1 to 3 is generally bad. Four to five is middling. Six is good. So you have rolled three. a three. Clear stress equal to your highest die result. How much stress did you have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Holy crap. You had a lot of... Okay. Um. So you'd straight up clear three stress. Seven. Seven. <laughs> oh, no, it was, it was stressful. Uh, okay, so you get to erase three of that stress. And remember, okay. uh, for other people looking to indulge vices, if you overindulge, if you roll a higher number than the stress you have, you sink into the depths of uh, whatever your depravity is, and something bad happens. So in this case, rolling too good could be actually bad. Entirely up to you. Do you want me to make a consort roll to wine and dine? The, Why uh, not? I think that, okay. that sounds fun to me. And I have two dots there, so I roll 2d6, right? Okay, yeah. Is that correct? Uh, that's yeah. right. 2d6, and you take the highest, take the higher. unless you roll boxcars, and then it's a critical. Two fives. Uh, okay, so five. We'll just say uh, that uh, Tashka comes out of this unfriendly term. She feels that she has been properly thanked for not narking you out at the mm -hmm. festival. And open to future collaborations? Possibly. I mean, if, they're, if they're mutually beneficial? Definitely, yeah. I mean, she would work for, for hire, for sure. Mm -hmm. She needs the money. And she uh, says goodbye to you. Uh, yes, uh, goodbye, Lord Chauncey Fiddlebottom, was it? Peppertooth. And I give Pepper the tooth. flourishiest bow I can muster. Yeah. And she's like, you could tell, like, she is kind of a mind reader. And she's just, like, trying as hard as she can not to read your mind right now. She Wonderful. just doesn't really want to nice. know. That's really nice. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's for her. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to your second one for Seymour. Anybody else want to jump in with their first of two downtimes? I'd like to burn off some vice. Uh, you're going to burn some vice too, Colm. All right. Uh, what is your vice? Oh, it's the same as it was the last time, which I believe was uh, getting drunk and then doing the uh, prize fighting for money. Oh, that's right. Until I, until I lost consciousness. <laughs> so I can't remember the name of the establishment, but it was down on the docks. So I'm going to go down there. And okay. uh, my prow I just have a one in prowess. So it's a 1d3. Or 1d6? 1d6, yep. So I will just go ahead and... Make him roll a d3. <laughs> oh, it is a five. Okay, so you get to clear it, five stress. How much did you have? I have one. I think I need four. One, two, three, four. No, I have five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> five stress. Okay. How is it that you come out of this without taking more harm and more stress? <laughs> just to, just I, describe it. I. He just really, really enjoys it. <laughs> What can I say? I mean, you know, it's 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 it, he can't put it into words. They call it a miner's massage where you come it from. It is yes, the miners. See, oh, as in people who dig in the dirt, not children. 
Yes. Oh God. I was very confused. People who dig. Let's see. Coal miners massage. How about that? Yes. But thank you for the clarification. Okay. So that's one for Willie. We Willie Two Teeth, the Coleridge Badger. I hope we get to make an Irish choice tonight. <laughs> Silver, you were you had something in the works. Okay, so I seem to have a clock started here, and I think yes. it's because I was working on a task or working on a long term thing. Uh-huh. And I seem to recall, although it was a very long time ago, that this might have been uh, my efforts to get invited to one of uh lady rowan's salons or something oh yeah that's right yeah definitely yeah. uh definitely put a caption under your clocks because i will not remember them yeah so that was, I, I believe that was what it was that sounds great how many and so how many boxes or how many slices two. are there uh there's uh one two three four five six seven eight and i've got two filled in okay so what is your maneuver this time to try to get in good with lady rowan society uh, i'm gonna use some sway i think and uh uh, try to convince, convince one of her friends, uh, maybe somebody who saw me with the commander or something. Uh, Ooh, okay. To, 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 it's like, oh, who was that mysterious woman with the commander? Maybe Lady Beaumore. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, so you're going to roll your sway. Um, and I'm going to say with that uh, seeing and being seen bonus, it's not going to give you an extra die, but it's going to give you a, a bonus on the magnitude of the outcome the effect level they call it in the game so if you do if you do well it's going to be more effective than it would have been otherwise with if you were just kind of coming in cold trying to meet them at the local restaurants or whatever six uh but you take the highest die so it's uh five which is still pretty good that would usually be two check marks for you uh but with that extra leverage you had from being seen with a pretty significant dude in town uh we'll make that three check marks Damn, that gets you over halfway. Well done. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my way. Who, who that's... knew that was going to be a good choice? And just yeah, uh, in terms of Six Towers geography, two of the nobles, so a lot of it is run down and abandoned, like the manor house that you all live in. But there are two noble families that still live in maintained towers in the nicer parts of your district. That's the uh, the Rowans and the Bowmore's actual mansion is in Six Towers, though they had their big party by the bridge because it was celebrating the bridge. Uh, so you were, I imagine, in like a tea shop not far from the Rowan's house making this contact. Exactly. Cool. Okay, that's one for Silver. That. How about Gun? What do you got? I don't know how much of harm I need to heal, but let's start with that and see how that goes. Okay, so you're going to try to recover. And yes. you should have on your character sheet a recovery clock. It's okay, healing project, project Still to drop yep. all harm by one level. Okay. Yep, exactly. So recover. When you recover, you seek treatment and heal your harm. Uh, yeah, you're going to be visiting a physiker who will give you ointments and unguents to deal with the burns from the, the ghost burn. So let's say your friendly physiker has two dice Okay. to roll. And I apologize, it has been a bit. I roll uh, two six-sided dice and... And take the highest one, yeah. Okay. This is one where you can spend a coin if you want to raise the result of the roll. Oh, no, two coin per additional tier level. So you could spend spend two more coins to roll three d6? No, no, no. Uh, oh. you, uh, after your result, you can spend coin to... Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. One coin to improve the result. Okay. Okay. So what did you roll? So I got a four and a two, which I believe that makes a four, correct? Four. So you uh, get to mark two segments on your recovery chart. Okay. 
you could spend coin. He's like, well, if you want the good unguents, uh, it's going to cost you. Eh, how much? About uh, one coin's worth? Each coin would boost you uh, one check mark. So if you spend two coins, he can get you fully recovered. Otherwise, you can keep this harm until next time you recover and hope to fill up the box then. Nah, I'd rather be tip top. I, I just blow that money that I just got healing myself. Okay. This okay. is really a game of attrition, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, it really, really is. <laughs> yes, yes it's, it is. It's not until you get a few sessions in that, that stuff yeah. starts adding up. That's it neat. Can. It's a hard knock life. Yep. Uh, okay, like that. that leaves for our first downtime, or first downtime action. Rip, lag cheek. I have a healing clock as well. Okay. I would like to advance. All right. What is your current, what is your harm right now? Harm is one. Uh-huh. What was and it? Do I, you remember? No, and my harm is one. Okay. Yes, but what is the nature of the harm? Do you have it written? Yeah. Oh, down? it says I have all scratched up? Oh, yeah. You got uh, scratched up by, sun. I think something blew up. Uh, okay. And, yeah. So or was that from the first one? I think I th you got clawed is, up by a ghost. Yeah, yeah, I got clawed up by a ghost. This is carryover from our very first session that I yeah. had to heal up already. And so did have, you start, you have some of the recovery track filled in? I have one out of four X's filled in. Oof, so you rolled poorly last time. Okay, yeah. so you're going to your friendly physicer as well. Yes. And did I just hear that you can spend money to improve the odds here? Yeah, um, well, make your roll first, and then you can, like, if you roll ones, uh, that's, you only uh, mark off one check mark, but for each coin you spend, you get to check off another one. Okay, so go ahead and just make the roll. Here we go. The most rewarding part is when they gave me their money. <laughs> Two ones. <laughs> well, that wasn't meant to be a premonition. Uh, okay, you still get to check off one box for free. This is not, Jesus. this isn't like an action roll where rolling ones harms you. It just doesn't help you a hell of a lot. Uh, All right, so you the scalpel could... slips and you take two more harm. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. You can spend coin, uh, one coin per check mark, uh, if you want. Yeah, I, I've got three coins. I'm just going to go ahead and spend two. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's tough to get rich, but it's easy to die trying. And then that fills up the clock? Does that take my harm down? It does. So, you, so when you do that, now any harms you have go down one level. So level one harms get erased. Level two right. harms go down to level one, three to two. Level four harm is you're dead. So that you can't really do anything with that at this All point. All right, good. Though I will, re I will point out if I haven't already, if your character dies, there is a ghost character sheet. Yay! <laughs> so, death is not the end. Okay, that brings us back up to the top of the batting order with Seymour. I'm going to go ahead and heal up my slashed hand from when I broke the glass case. Oh yeah, slashed hand. I, I'm, I, think, I think that's it's not the fun choice, but it's what's necessary. <laughs> okay, so roll your 2d6. Otherwise, I'm going to start wearing out here. Okay. Four. So four, that allows you to t check two marks on your recover. Two, and I will go ahead and pay two more coins and just oh, get it done. You know, the funny thing is the game says like, yeah, eight coin for a job is a really pretty good haul. But man, it burns up fast. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could probably carry that into the next session and be fine. <laughs> but I'd rather go in with, you know full ammunition yeah no that makes sense i'd rather have the harm to burn and, and some stress to burn too excellent okay so yes uh you your physiker friend loves you guys because you one way or another you bring in business either by yep. harming yourselves or others it's win-win as far as he's concerned 
Okay, so you guys are stitched up to varying degrees and things are looking pretty good, actually. Wee Willie, what's your second downtime action? <clears throat> well, I'm not sure because there's quite a lot to choose from. Now, uh, Wee, Willie is, Wee Willie is haunted by something which oh, I, yeah. do not, <laughs> I do not remember. But yeah, so I... you are haunted uh, because so we'd heard your story about losing a fellow working person uh, oh, to the yeah. company tools mm -hmm. you uh in this last action you actually thwarted a shot at vengeance by a ghost who had lost his compadres mm -hmm. in a demolition accident 300 years ago building the bowmore bridge yeah uh, you thwarted his plan to take revenge on the suits who put him there uh, so I you are feeling smart? emotionally haunted oh is yeah, that, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, a yeah. clock now is that what we said or is that a debilit kind of a ability that no I i've got it as a, it's a it's i've got it as a harm oh it's a harm yeah. yeah okay i have it as harm but i kind of like the idea that he's haunted okay so we'll yeah you, you can hang we'll on to your harm. with that one i think i want him to train so uh when you spend time in training you mark one experience point on the experience point for an attribute or playbook advancement mm -hmm. what's oh oh yeah right Hold on, I the, the playbook the is sheet. the one that gives you the special abilities, correct? Right. When you fill them up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you can train to build up your XP chart for special abilities. So you can take one there. Okay. Or you could take one in Insight, Prowess, or Resolve. But yeah. uh, because of the kind of crew you picked initially, Bravos, you have the ability that when you train in Prowess, basically you guys have like punching bags and like various mm -hmm. sorts of training things around. You yep. can do two XP in the prowess track for a train. Oh, no die roll required on this one. Okay. So you just tick off two experience points in prowess. When you fill up six, uh, you cross them out and bump up a dot. That Thank is you. two, four. The Coleridge Badger. That takes us back to silver. Silver cannot possibly be seen in the same set of silver robes twice. <laughs> so she's going to go indulge a vice and go shopping at Dunridge and Sons. This is your vice to indulge. So you pick the one of the three inside prowess or resolve that you have the fewest dots on that left-hand track, which I think for basically everybody's going to be one, unless somebody has a zero. I don't know. So you get to roll 1d6 straight up, and that's how much stress okay. you relieve. Two. So you get to cross off two or erase two stress then. Great. Okay. Not bad. All right. All right. Silver. Gun. Downtime to Electric Boogaloo. So, yeah, I think that's time to indulge some vices. I'm going to uh, head down to Traverns um, and smoke a lot of weird exotic shit until nice. my brain stops working. Okay, so 1d6, I'm assuming, if that's your lowest of the three. Of the three, yes, that is my lowest. Okay. Oh, I got a six. Oh, okay. Good news. Erase all your stress. Bad news, you yes. have overindulged. So what does that oh. look like when gun overindulges? Well, um, I had one stress before, so I was up to six. Oh, up to six. Okay. Oh, very nice then. You get rid of all your stress. Yeah. I, awesome. I literally okay. oh, I, man, I, I wanted right to up to the line. Sorry. <laughs> I was excited. Man, you are, you know, you meet those people who, who know exactly how much <laughs> they can do before they get really <laughs> stupid. The um, fucking daywalkers, and yeah, right. you you there. you had it this time anyway. Yeah, and then Rip Flag Cheek <laughs> will close our downtime activities. Let's see. I've been considering. I think I want to. I think I want to work on my resolve. 
Okay, so you're going to train. I'm going to train. Okay. What does it look like? How do you just describe how you train on your resolve? Right. So mostly what I really want to do is improve my ability to command spirits. So I think I'm going to do some extra research in learning how to um, make better connections with them. And I think also head out into the town and uh, seek out some ghosts. Cool. And work some magic on them, as it were. Okay, but in safe, controlled conditions. Of course. Ah. So you get to mark an experience point in your resolve track. Excellent. Very straightforward training is. All right. Uh, so you all have been out doing your things and are recovering. And uh, say you decided, uh, just for easy purposes, uh, you met up for dinner for heading back to the honeycomb hideout of your manor house. <laughs> uh, as you return, uh, evening, it, well, to the extent that evening matters in Duskwall, it is the sky is starting to get slightly less non bright than it was. And as you head back out on the front, I imagine, uh, describe what's the front porch look like on your manor? If anybody wants to. Oh, describe. it's a veranda. It's a and veranda. It's, it's the most charming of verandas. I, in my head, it was a veranda too. Did we talk about this already? <laughs> Um, I, I I did talk about sitting on the veranda. Quite oh, good. Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> yes. Don't make don't right, make him do it again. All right. <laughs> don't make him on do the it veranda again. as you guys uh, walk back up together uh, is Gregor. He's uh, you remember Gregor, right? Yeah, we remember your, Gregor. He's your gang of thug, um, <laughs> and his uh, bulky self is seated casually on a trunk that you don't remember being out there. You know, it's something, it was an abandoned trunk that you had inside. It wasn't really in use. He's kind of yawning and stretching as he sees you come up. And as you get closer, you hear like a, a thumping and even like a muffled voice from inside the trunk. And Gregor says, good evening. How'd you catch something, Gregor? He's like, oh, yes. He almost seems like surprised that uh, there's something that, uh, yes, a guy came by. He was uh, sniffing around the place. I mean, like he was smelling. He kept smelling around it. So I figures I ought to kill this guy, throw him in a canal somewhere. But then I figures again, maybe you want to talk to him and see why he's sniffing around. So into the trunk he go. Gregor, I think that's an incredible amount of initiative that you just showed. He looks at Silver. Did I do the right thing? Silver pats him reassuringly on the shoulder and says, thank you so much, Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> okay yep inside is a tied up person uh short for uh for a human but tall for a wee willy uh somewhere between will wee willy size and the rest of you all uh a guy in ragged torn mostly black clothes uh angular face and his hair is it's like some kind of glue material is used to like make it twist and turn out in these clumps. It looks almost like a hive of worms or something as his head moves, as he's trying to shake because he's tied up uh, and uh, he has a, uh, a, a gag in as well. Gregor says he kept talking. So I put in gag, shut him <laughs> up. And he looks uh, understandably agitated, uh, but uh, Gregor tied him up uh, quite well. Not painfully, but escape clearly wasn't an option here. Oh, uh, before we continue, uh, Helena takes out one of her pistols, levels it at this thing's head, and says, what's the room with the most soundproofing? Maybe we should go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine a basement downstairs, training room or cellar. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. As, as we're all making that 
that track, I'm going to try to whisper. I'm going to I'm going to stage whisper to Gregor and I'm going to say next time put a bag over their heads so they don't see us and we have to kill them. Oh, good thinking. Maybe we kill <laughs> this one though. Oh, I mean, we'll have to. Which I'm all I'm saying all of this in a stage whisper. So I, I want right. to be sure that whoever we're dragging downstairs is hearing this conversation. Bag over it's kind of for his benefit. Good it's idea. it's entirely for his benefit, but I don't mm-hmm. want him to necessarily think I'm doing it for his benefit. I get you. Right. I get you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, between all of you, it's easy to carry the trunk full of weird dude down to a, a room downstairs. And yeah, you're pretty sure anything down here once you shut that door. A, not many people are wandering by the street. You're in a like kind of abandoned part of Six Towers. And B, even if they were hanging out there, they're probably not going to hear anything. Unless and you like C, blow something it's up. Duskfall, who cares? That is also true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even if a blue coat hey, patrol was standing outside, you're probably cool. Uh Helena looks looks at everyone and kind of nods and All right. Somebody's yep. taking the gag out? Yeah, Willie takes it out. Actually, how agitated is this guy? I mean, he's like wiggling in the ropes. He's probably run out of steam by now. Seems like he's been here for a while. Okay. But still like okay, trying yeah. to wiggle Willie just, loose. Willie just takes the rag out of his mouth then. Okay. And you catch him mid-sentence, uh, obviously heaping imprecations upon you. And you pick up at, and the tenebrous worms of mist will devour your souls, your spirits, for centuries and oh, centuries. Oh, 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 there will oh, 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 be oh, oh, oh. no relief. I stuffed the gag back in his mouth. <laughs> what was the, can you spell this cult we just discovered? Uh, cult? Who said anything about cult? Well, whoever. No, but I will type the phrase. Thank you. Because I put so much work in it. I up think uh, uh, Willie looks to uh, rip. Tenebrous and, uh, worms of mist. I, I, think, I think this chap is uh, your department. Well, I have to say I'm quite interested to know more about these tenebrous worms of mist. Okay. Uh, he seems to be still like spouting off, though, gag. Like, I lead or slap him. <laughs> okay. I, I lean in close. Listen. If you want to threaten us properly, slow down. I stare him <laughs> right in the face unblinkingly. Well, he's not casting some kind of mumbo-jumbo hex on us, is he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think okay. Helena's, like, got... She's now cocked back her hammer after all the <laughs> tenebrous worms of missed stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, looking at everyone else, like, I... This is my vote. We, you say <laughs> when. Oh, don't worry. Are we clear? Yeah, he's, he winds to a halt, uh, and stops talking, and kind of like looks, eyes flick around at you. But he, he's—you've talked him into stopping talking, at least for the moment. Okay, I'm going to—I'm going to remove your gag. Just mm-hmm. speak slowly. Threaten us properly this mm-hmm. time, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remove the gag. Yes, you are all fools, and will be devoured. Your spirits, that is, by the tenebrous worms of mist for an eternity. Why? And he nods actually feeling pretty satisfied. Yeah, very good. Seems way more reasonable. Mm -hmm. See? That's all it took. Now you guys have all been leaning in close there. You see, he's got around his neck just a crappy leather chain and a little ampule, a little tiny flask with some kind of metal object in it. Ah, I'll have a look at that, and I rip it off around. Rip around it neck. off. Uh, yeah. Ah, 
And uh, <laughs> he kind of sneers, smiles as you take it off of him. <laughs> you see in the glass vial what looks like a, a bullet, maybe, but distorted as though it's been used before. Hmm. Helena, what do you think of this? Is it one of it yours? Who'd you shoot? I've shot a lot of people. Okay, hold on, everybody. Okay, so you look at it, uh, gun. Yeah, I don't think you need to roll on this. You recognize this. It is a spirit shooting kind of bullet, and it's one that you made. You're pretty oh. sure of your handiwork, and it's one that's clearly been deployed in the intended purpose. The anti-spirit uh. part of it, you can tell, is gone. Hmm. Well, oops. This was... Uh... This got something to do with that um, spook you shot back at um, Lord... Uh... Spurlock, Spurlock or whatever that you, uh, that, yeah, the that, Spurlock, shot, that first uh, heist we did I I that, shot or... another one in the second heist yeah exactly <laughs> she thank you so I many think, spooks, uh, sorry. now remind me uh I, I think actually I'm gun I'll put it out there if you want to inspect it closely you can try yeah. I, you could try for a role to really narrow this down and see if you can get some bonus info on this okay um I think that I would argue that since we're literally working off my knowledge of firearms, I feel like I'm probably stretching here to say that I want to use my hunt score. Oh, and I was thinking you would definitely probably want to use your hunt score on that because okay. you're yeah. looking at the outcome of you shooting a gun at something. So, yes, I think that makes all the sense in the world. How many dots is that for you? Uh, two sixes are good, right? You rolled two sixes? I did. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> Settle in, children, for the history of this anti-ghost bullet. No, it is one you had made uh, a month and a half ago or so. Okay. And judging from the condition and the amount of time that's uh, happened since it spent its uh, anti-ghost charge, the timing is not right for the one you just did, the Bowmore Mansion one. It okay. The timing does seem exactly right for the Skurlock, you know, secret lab outing. Yeah. Moreover, you can tell that this went through the spirit, did its work, and must have lodged in a wall. And you can actually see now, like, wood fragments in it. Somebody must have very intentionally gone in, spent time looking for it, pried it out of the wall uh, to collect it up. Where'd you get this? I almost want to give you more for boxcars, but I can't think of anything <laughs> else. Uh, you can give me a, where'd you get this? Ah. Eh? Uh, my master gave it to me, said to find it, smell it down, and then burn damn it down. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I was afraid of this. Okay. Who's your master? Who's your dad? Who is your daddy, and what does he do? We serve the tenebrous worms of mist, oh, who God, will devour yeah, your spirits for all eternity. Okay. Apparently, the tenebrous worms of mist that devour the fire or whatever the fuck. Anyway, no. In their corporeal form, who gave you the order to come look at look for us? Uh, the cult master. We don't share names with each other, fool. I am servant seven, for example. All right, Sev. Uh, got another direction for you, maybe. Uh, <laughs> tell you what, I'm feeling rather my generous. I feel like I want to talk. I don't want to talk this over with your with your master. You know, you're talking all about all about the tenebrous forms of mist. Maybe I can, maybe I can be of help a little bit. Uh, why don't you Why don't you tell us where to take you home, honey? Where 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 do we take you to get you home? 
He laughs. I'm not an idiot, fool. We'd very much like to surrender. You obviously have <laughs> us in a tight spot here. If somebody wants to come up with a role to try to get some kind of information out of this guy... Uh, Do you want me to learn... consort or sway? A consort <laughs> seems kind of weird, because that's like a friendly, yeah, let's I have mean, a beer, I bro. Could, I, could, I could play good cop. That seems like let... a real... Okay. Well, go ahead and tell you I, how you do. They're, that means they're both. They're both is open for they're, somebody. They're they're the same. They're the same role. So okay, sway seems a little more. Uh, what can you offer? What would you offer this guy to sway him? And um, I would lean in real tight and say, say I'd say, look, dude, this is this is obviously not looking well for here for you. I can probably get you out of here alive if you talk. Seymour, what the fuck are you saying to him? I just hold up one finger in Helena's direction. And I roll a six. A six? Okay. Six and a four. Rolling hot tonight, boys. No, We'll snipe Sally, boys. He starts to look like he's cracking a little bit, because it, it can't have escaped his attention that the tenebrous worms of mist have not burst into the room to save him at this juncture. Yeah. So it does seem like he's starting to crack. Okay. What? I tell you where they are and you let me go? Well, that'll be a good start. I've got a lot of friends here and they're going to need a lot of convincing. And I'll kind of tap my foot on the ground and hope someone like cracks their knuckles behind me. <laughs> um, I'll tell you one better. Helena Chambers, another shot. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yes, where, when and where do you meet? They will kill me if I tell you. How could you pretend? I mean, how- you'll at least have a have a couple hours head start. Did we say kill? Because I'm ready to go. <laughs> Silver holds up her hand, walks forward, and pulls her trance powder. There we go. Pocket, oh, okay. Blows it in this dude's face. There it is. Okay. All right, uh, Seymour, do your thing. <laughs> and remind me, uh, what's the description on? Well, I, I get the gist of trans powder. Okay, and you've yeah. got a six success plus trans powder. Okay, uh, you're in game terms. The uh, effect effect of it has been increased. Let here. Uh, okay, you've won him over with your charm and your mind altering trans powder, uh, and he cracks. There is not a fixed location for these servants of the t- that he knows of, but he knows where the next meeting is supposed to be okay it is not in a nice place however it is in six towers interestingly it is on the shores of one of the actually it's a river at that point not a canal in a disused part of mist shore park a famously haunted park on the river dusk overlooking the deathlands on the other side of the river um, and he he narrows okay. it down. If you go in down Colburn Avenue and take a left, and uh, gives you the location in amongst a group of scraggly trees and shrubs. There, he narrows it down. You've you've looked at it. You've wandered by six hours in that big. You know roughly where he's talking about. Uh, and okay. it is two nights hence. That was seen when he was supposed to report back to them if he had found you. Um, can we get information out of him on? how they dress and code words and and all that kind of stuff you're looking at it like people will come in something like what he's wearing ripped up clothing 
The more to show their devotion, they uh, will style their hair in worm-like manners uh, when they're acting on behalf of of the cult or meeting at it. So, but even though they go by numbers, they don't wear hoods or no. Or okay. he, he claimed his in his experience with it at what you're guessing is a fairly low level. They do not. Okay. Sounds good. Anybody else have anything? I think that's all the info we need, right? I think that Gun has a thing, but I prefer to go last, if that's okay with everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder what that's leading up to. Anybody else have something? <laughs> I don't okay have anything. With me. Cool. Gun walks up as if she's about to ask a question, and then like immediately just just like caps in in the head. Okay. Uh, yeah. Poor fellow. What I did he approve. ever do except try to sniff you out and then firebomb your place probably later? You know what? Just for the irony, I used one of my ghost bullets. <laughs> just in case. Do ghost bullets work okay. on real people? Well, they are still chunks of bullet metal with a charge put on them. Yeah. A simple yes would have done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the flavor because now of I've got course like... ghost bullets work on real people. Duh. <laughs> Duh. I mean, people are just ghosts <laughs> inside of a inside of a mecha suit, okay? <laughs> Which, by the way, if you become a ghost character, if you have a, if you become a ghost character, inhabiting a mecha suit is an option down the road. That's sick. Awesome. As fuck. I want to be okay. a ghost. I would no, I don't. like to just. Yes, I do. Just, just to add here that we don't actually, we don't actually condone such violence in reality. You know? Oh no, no, no! Uh, but, These are uh, Willie, Willie, goes, things. Willie goes through his. Uh, Willie goes through. Okay, his don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> okay. Goes through yeah, there's pockets. not. Um, no, and if he was planning to firebomb the place, he didn't bring it with. So it seems like he was scouting out now, and apparently, somehow, as Gregor described it, uh, sniffed you out using this bullet. Um, the good news there is, from what you gathered for him, he was said he was going to report back with your location in a couple nights, which exactly. suggests that he has not done that yet. Exactly. So, well, here's the tricky bit, though. If he was supposed to burn the place down, then that's sort of a signal, right? So, depends on how sly we want to play this, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Should we... Should we have... Should we sort of kind of um, burn our place down? <laughs> no, why burn our place down? Let's go burn someone. <laughs> no, else's no, place no. Down. Make it look like it. Let's... Make it look like an attempt was made but foiled. I mean, that would leave us homeless. I like the veranda. No, no, no. no it's just... a foiled <laughs> attempt. Burn a Let's burn. Okay, so but what? Let's how does that? Rip how does that benefit now. us? <laughs> Like, uh, okay, yeah. No, seriously, rip, I'm, I'm just trying to, how does no, it rip, benefit us to... They're expecting, I'm, they're expecting an arson. Mm-hmm. They yes. don't know nope, where They're expecting a report back. <laughs> That's they a don't. good point. Yeah. He was sent to sniff us out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Willie, do you got any buildings that you uh, necessarily don't like seeing it anymore? It's I defer to your ball. expertise. Look around. Look out the window. <laughs> Thank you. This oh, is only, exactly what I was getting at. Thank if you. Yes. only he didn't have a bullet hole in him, we uh, could have eh. we could have planted planted him there at whatever building we're burning. Oh yeah. We could decapitate him first. 
Because there's no way, I mean, fires happen all the time. Yeah. At this point, there's no way to implicate this guy. We've got a goat cart. Throw him on the goat cart. We'll just take, we'll find a building, take him over, just dump him in there, burn the damn thing down. Oh, no, I disagree highly. I say uh, we don't need to burn him. We just need to get rid of him in some way, shape, or form. Because if they're expecting me to meet meet up with them in two days hence, they need to believe he's still alive, right? Yeah. Okay. Good point. Well, why? But didn't did could he get caught in his own arson? Yes. Isn't that the goal of of faking an arson? Yeah. You don't get the gist that he's like some sort of super professional criminal. We don't need to have him in there. We just need nah. we just need they whoever his boss is just needs to see a fire. They need okay, to see an but, arson attempt. But there are arson attempts all the time. What's what's to link whatever building we decide to burn? Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, we need him as evidence. Yes. We 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 need some way to link it back to the uh, Toblerone spiders, Tenebrous okay. worms. <laughs> okay, well then, uh, how you say we mm. just we burn well, the building and we just dump them outside in the street? Or no, he has a bullet hole in his head now. We can't do that now. Yeah, lots of people have bullet holes in their heads here. Not when they're attempting arson. Well, oh, sometimes uh, when they're actually, attempting arson. Uh, let me turn on a like sort of clock for you. Um, a quick reminder. Uh, in <laughs> Duskwall, when a person dies, after a little bit of time, it's going to set off the spirit. Oh, shit. Bombs. That's going to summon the spirit wardens who are going to take his body and burn it so that it, his ghost doesn't break loose and start causing trouble in town. How much time do we have on that? I suppose we'd know roughly... Uh, yeah, like probably ten-ish minutes. Oh, jeez! Dump him in a canal. Let's let's yep. let's put him in the goat cart yeah, and slap the goat on the ass and send him it. down the street. Yep. <laughs> I got to remember that that's a thing that can happen anytime somebody dies. <laughs> ten minutes. Wow. That's sure. Great. Well, ten, be ten, ten minutes, minutes before the alarm goes off. Yes. Potentially longer before anybody gets there, but they're still going to well, be true. coming to our place. They'll go to wherever the corpses yeah okay yep we gotta okay. jump in immediately we gotta jump it right the near the building cart, we're gonna get burn him out of here. okay so you goat cart over to a convenient canal i'm assuming yes all right yes. some weights again kids don't try this at home <laughs> <laughs> okay and uh kids, if you can find goats uh arson was the other motion on the table is that still part of the plan or no oh, i think absolutely arson's always yeah, on the table absolutely Okay, and near where you've dumped the the body. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. That's. Really, do you I mean, need a hand? Again, guys, we need to find some other connection here. I think there's got to be one. I mean, just bu- burning a random building is. I mean, I'm all for burning a random building for the fun of it, but oh, if we, we want, if worms we... right outside the front, we leave his necklace in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. We leave okay. his necklace in there. All right. There we go. Make sure it doesn't. Uh, we don't we need to. It, I don't know. In the entryway, somewhere. We don't need to play out the finding and burning of the building. It's like again, oh, you're pretty damn it. part of town. That's what we came oh, here to do. Damn it! I, we Wait, could why am I even here? Forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'd I'd, I'd like a scene with uh, Gun and Willie, if that's okay with everybody. Sure. Am and Jenny got to go to a fancy soiree last week. You know, you could at least yeah. have Brent and me burn a fucking building down. Okay. Yeah. Take, take a couple minutes to role play out the burning of the building. We were in the basement with a ghost and bombs. Where you belong, you freaking rat catchers. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 there were no rats. We don't, need, we don't need to play it out. 
Okay. <laughs> my uh, my, so my a, furious a, outburst has satiated me. Know your role. <laughs> All right, you get to mark off stress. Okay, so you uh, you dispose of the corpse, you burn a building, you leave, plant evidence in front of it, I guess, on their veranda. Uh, Kids, don't, again, don't try this at home. <laughs> okay, so that's Monday morning. What are we going to do Monday afternoon? Yeah, right. uh, well, this is the evening. All right, so now we enter into some free play, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, you guys finding what you want to do next. Mm-hmm. There are a few things like you can keep on pursuing work for hire as we've been doing, and that's a perfectly fine way to proceed for a, a crew of your stature. You can also set missions of your own. One of them might be finding out things about this strange cult that has just been casing your joint with the mm-hmm. intention of burning it. Um, if mm-hmm. you'll click over to the maps text channel, uh, I've put in a couple documents from the book. Bravo's claims, because you guys are technically Bravo's. Uh, and if you click on that, you see Lair, which you have. And these are things you can tr- kind of try to advance and do. A common thing is to try to get turf, which gives you control over a part of your district or a part of the city or activities and part of it. Um, so you can think of ways you'd want to do that. Um, I also put in the shadows claims because some of them seem to fit better for you guys. And those all have like mechanical elements in the game. Getting turf lowers the amount of reputation you need to boost experience. So you can sort of proactively look for opportunities to do these things. You can also pick enemies that you want to do jobs against to harm them and or steal their stuff. And of course, you can gather information in town as we did in the last downtime free play thing to look for opportunities for jobs that will offer pay or other advantages in your lives. So those are just some of the things in game mechanic wise that you can think about to help inspire the sorts of things you'd want to pursue as jobs for your crew. If you also wanted to say, hey, we want to go back to Madame Volyova and see if the Circle of Flame has worked for us, that's a thing you could do too. Uh, So this is kind of where you're looking at your vision for what sorts of things you want your gang to do. Do you want to have a lot of territory that you stake out and claim as your own and defend against all comers? Or are you kind of uh, roaming operatives doing things in different parts of town? I kind of like the idea of having a uh, solid home base. At least someplace you know you can fall back to and be a little safe. Which you somewhat have with your lair, but you don't really well, control I mean, the area I, around I, it, for sure. You know, like, yeah. like as, as far as community and connections, too, it's good to mm-hmm. know that, you know, if one of our employers sells us out or something, we have some mm-hmm. solid contacts we can fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, also given, given what's just happened, um, I would be, Willie would be quite happy to uh, move to a new location. Um, again, I want to reiterate, if I didn't make this clear, this guy found your place. He didn't go away and report where it was to anybody. He sniffed his way to yeah, it with no, this ghost. But boat. he found it. True. He found it, though, which means someone else could find it, too. Yeah. I mean, that's always going to be true. Especially anyway. if we freaking left the <laughs> we left the necklace there, guys. That's how they found us in the first place. Well, but not with the bullet in it anymore. I okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they're going to wonder why the bullet was taken out. (laughs) Oh, we're screwing this up left and right. Oh, no, that's okay. Oh, (laughs) there's no way not to screw up in some way. Right, right. So don't don't overthink that too much. So if you want, various people can split up to gather information, look for options, pursue some of these angles that are of personal interest to you. That could lead to possible jobs that I will dangle in front of you, like delightful cat toys. And then you can reconvene and figure out what you want to pursue in our next session. I had thought I might visit the information broker, Salia, mm-hmm. 
and see if I can put out some feelers, see if maybe he has a plant or knows a plant in the tenuberous worms of mist and see if our if our ruse has been effective or not. Okay. Other people, you want to say what you would like to do or you can think about it a bit more and I can resolve things as they go. Willie definitely wants to uh, take it to the nemesis. So whatever we can do to uh, prep ourselves for that. Because okay. they're the going to come after us. being this cult? Okay. Yes. And I share I share that I'm going to be visiting Salia with everybody. It's so... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, everybody can assume that I'm going to try to get... Yeah, it might be a good idea if we kind of lay low for the next couple of days. So nothing too flashy, yep. but... I, I'm with I'm with Willie. I think I think I could kind of scout around the meeting place that they that we already know about. See if maybe I can find some other entryways or something when whenever it's go time. Hey, could we could we lay the whole fucking place with explosives and blow them all to hell? Willie, of course we could. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, yeah. So I will go. I will. Go, Willie will go with uh, with Helena. We will uh, survey this location. Okay. Can we bond a little bit on the way? Like, I really, I, I feel like Helena <laughs> kind of feels like something is up, but she doesn't know exactly what the fuck it is, and it's it's killing her. Of course, we can bond. It'll be it'll be great. We'll just be pals. So, Rob, I have a question. <laughs> like, Rip's vice is actually um, Elysiel in the ruins of the Temple to the Forgotten Gods, but uh-huh. he actually wonders if that Temple, Forgotten Gods, or some other location might be able to have some information about tenebrous worms that okay. he can seek out. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. And do Silver, some research. do you have something in your mind that you'd want to do to gather information or such like? Um, I would like to go talk to my gang leader friend uh, Baz- Bazo uh-huh. and see what he knows this this mysterious cult. And uh, if, he is, he, if he has heard of uh, any other crews or, or gangs that uh, that, that these people are looking into and menacing. Okay. Let us start with the not information gather. Let's start with Willie and Gun in the park. Sounds like a yeah. great thing. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. Uh, gun Willie gun and Gun in the park. Okay. <laughs> so you, it sounded like uh, Gun were kind of like scouting out possible ambush points, lines of sight, mm-hmm. and whatnot. I want the lay of the mm-hmm. land, essentially. Okay. Um, so I think that calls for a role of some sort. Okay. Uh, do we want to call it hunt or would it be a little bit more like a survey, a prowl or what do you feel? Or do I get to pick? I can never. I well, can you get, never here's remember. the, you get to pick, but I might say, yeah, that one doesn't quite work as well. Honestly, hunt or survey both make sense to me. Cause you're okay. looking, I mean, if you were hunting for deer, then hunt would work and you'd be looking for a good blind and where they might go through and paths in and out. So yeah, hunting works just fine for me. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a lot of what she, she's cause she was like blue coat special forces in a little bit of a way. Like I think she, she knows, she knows how to attack a building. Fuck. Uh, she got, she rolled a two and a five. Okay, so five is five is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. not great. So what I'm going to say is it's going to give you is too much. I'm going to say it's an asset job on your enga- or asset die on your engagement roll. Okay. So mark that down somewhere on your page. Uh, if and when you attack this meeting, you'll get an extra die on the engagement roll. You so you've like 
okay, yeah, there's this stand of trees over there that you can get it. Oh, there's this rise over here. Uh, obviously, nobody's going to run across the river or maybe if they have boats, you don't know. Uh, but it is clear they've picked a spot that there's plenty of lanes of escape from too. Okay. Um, they're not like block boxing themselves into an, you know, an e super easy ambush. But um, I've got, I've got some ideas of what, how they could be wanting to get out. if they Exactly. If and shows. a All good right. place to say, stand and shoot at them or crouch and shoot at them or whatever you want to do. And Willie, what are you doing on the site? Oh, uh, Willie is, we know the building they are going to be using. It's not a building. It's just an open, like kind of a clearing in a park amidst brush and bramble. Oh, and this, gotcha. You're here in what amounts to daytime in Mist Shore Park. And this is kind of a famous place. It's a dark and overgrown space. In old folk tales, young lovers who could not be together would commit suicide in the park. In other folk tales, this is where people were executed by the government and buried. One way or another, the repute here is that ghosts pop up here with even more frequency than they might elsewhere in town. See, aren't you glad you brought me along? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Willie is going to um, just survey this area, this clearing, mm -hmm. to see if there's any good points where he could bury some um, explosives, let's say. That would have like maximum casualty damage. Okay, and I'll throw out there that this could also uh, this could be a wreck roll. You're looking at the most effective place to blow shit up. Mm -hmm. So you I could cut to the like chase. He was, he was hoping it's a building, but um, so normally he'd be looking for like structural weak points and stuff. But in this case, it would be we're talking about open ground in a in a in a park. So I guess I yeah. assume it's surrounded by by mm. trees. But um, mm -hmm. I would assume that there are kind of natural. Are there like rock piles or? Points. Yeah, that there kind are, of thing. There's Is some there... rock piles and mounds and like rises. It's so don't think really beautiful park. Anything that would make like a natural um, altar or some just thing. Any kind of mound or. Um, okay, that is taking us back into survey territory. I get you. Yeah, that would sounds like more like survey territory yeah. than you could roll. He would be okay. looking for somewhere that basically he could secrete um, some high explosives. Okay. And uh, take all these people out, which, of course, uh, hmm. uh, gone. make note, we need to go shopping for high explosives. Because <laughs> I don't think we've got any. So we're going to need to do that. So yeah, Right me. there under the swing but, um, set. Uh... So that's what he's <laughs> okay. doing. So, so that's what he's doing. That so that's going to be a survey. So I roll, I roll two d sixes for the survey. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, can I boost that in any way? You can always spend two stress to boost it. In action scenes, other people can take a stress to help you out. But I think kind of you're each doing your own investigation here. Oh well, I could take I could take two stress just to be on the safe side. <laughs> All right. Uh, that gives you an extra die then. Yep. Well, that bit I got. Uh, and I have a two, a two, and a two. Wow. You got that extra two in there. Yeah, you just like, when you're looking at this area, like there, you realize there's a kind of a wide arc in which you could see somebody gathering around and meeting. There's no like natural like, oh, here's a circle of stones where everybody would sit. So to cover this, you feel like you'd have to, you'd have to mine a fairly wide oval here in this clearing. 
There's not like one central spot where just one mine is definitely going to hit them. No, no, my dear boy. <laughs> There's a central arc. Okay. Well, yeah. Will, will, will you figure it out? <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess with a big enough bomb, one bomb could cover. <laughs> it'll be it'll be all right on the night. Tactical nuclear sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Let us go to our information gatherers now. Rip, you are going to your temple and trying to get information. And this uh you could do you go to a you're worshiping a particular uh forgotten god, right? You know, I don't know that I ever decided. Okay. Um but it's honest. oh no, I thought we did. It Jeebus. was like uh, the forgotten sun. Oh, okay. I didn't write it down is the problem. So when I didn't do that, I'm like, oh, I don't remember. It's a little yeah, absolutely forgotten. forgotten. Yeah, because yeah, you guys are the sun chasers and we realized there was one called the Unbroken Sun. Sounds fine to me. Yeah. So you are going to Temple and uh, you are at, so what are you doing? Asking the priests or your fellow worshipers? However you want to define it. Well, um, there should be a library here, right? Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Go to the library first. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds like a fine kind of role to make to see if you can find anything in Lost Forbidden Scrolls. Would this be study? That sounds a hell of a lot like study to me. Perfect. I got two pips there. Aha. So, I roll two dice? Two dice. What could go wrong? What's indeed? Six you got a and six. a one. Yeah. Okay. So, you, it takes a while. It doesn't seem like this is a cult that is widely known or widely practiced, but you find references in actually a book about you know, other gods and general gods. It's not like there's a manual of Tenebris Worm Worship in here. Right. Um, only. But there is, and the read you have on it is they aren't worshiping what most people would consider a god, but rather a particular demonic manifestation that can indeed take the form of spectral worms that, yes, can devour spirits for hundreds of years, but also can, in the right circumstance, manifest in the physical world and start with the body and then munch their way down to the spirit. Like if Ooh. you think of the spirit is like their apple core yeah. uh, and then eat that. But again, you, what you're seeing is it's very rare that anybody who the hell would worship this only some real weirdos because they don't they there's no sense that they do anything for anybody. They don't like grant their followers any sort of reward in this world or others as far as, far as you can tell. You know, I mean, just speaking uh, out of character in the real world, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> that's some, it's yeah, like that's some, that's some great old ones shit right there. Yeah, we're at we're at we're at the point where um I think any zombie movie that doesn't have some subset of the population immediately running towards them, calling fake <laughs> news out, is not going to be believable. So, okay. I absolutely believe that someone would worship these kinds of crazy things. All right, so that it is your surprise rip slag cheek temple action. Okay, Seymour uh, at the info broker. Your info broker doesn't know much about that, but he knows someone who might. A fellow named Flint the Spirit Trafficker. And he hangs out at this abandoned warehouse where people gather for this weird spirit possession contest. And he says, <laughs> yeah, and Flint, uh, he is he knows all about the weird cults in this town. I don't uh, I don't have my finger on the pulse except for most of the weird well-known ones. But if you find him there tonight and get on his good side, he can probably tell you more about him. Anything else you want to try to get from uh, your contact while you're here? I didn't make you roll for anything there. Did you say he runs an illegal possession contest? Yes. I think we're all oh, still damn. reeling from that one. 
sweet, <laughs> okay. man. It's like, can we? Oh, do we have time to go? Yes, we love do. this Let's town. Go there. <laughs> yeah, he says. Well, I don't. I've never been myself, but uh, yeah, apparently contestants say he he has a ghost ready and it possesses them. I don't know how they judge it. Like, <laughs> you know how charming they are while they're possessed, or I assume they have a lip sync battle at the end. <laughs> rip, rap rip Tivo's these episodes. <laughs> it's like the mass Singer, but with ghosts. Is that the idea? <laughs> I mean, okay. isn't that what you were literally trying to get better at? Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's... we're definitely we're definitely going there. That's All right, sweet. we'll leave that to hang for a minute. Okay. And Silver, you're going to meet your friend Bajo now. Are you going to his home turf, or are you going to have kind of his uh, etiquette lessons that you give him, where you meet in a uh, yeah, is it a charter stone I'm not going to sully my my the the hems of my robes with the area that he very in. wise, very yes. wise. And that's work. oh charter hall, right? So you just have to cross the bridge into charter hall, right. uh, and you've got a tea house. It probably this might even be one of your regular appointments because you meet with them, yes, fairly often. So you can make as you're you know making small talk and like no no don't uh, put your fist in the teacup sorts of lessons. Do not punch the waiter; <laughs> he's only doing his job. You can make a roll just to see how much sort of general information you can get out of him. I know you're looking for information about the cult, but he is often a source of more and sundry info as well. So are we looking at a finesse or? Your thought. I mean, this is kind of a classic consort situation because oh, okay. well, you're yeah, hanging out, drinking with him and one. making merry. Yeah, I can only roll one die for consort, but you're right. Okay. Kind of or, or if you want to try to sway him, I, I'm, I'm open to... So, and again, the way the game is supposed to work is I'm not ever supposed to say it has to be this role. You can make a case for using other things. Sometimes it's not plausible. Like, you're not going to try to attune to Bajo's spirit and get this out of... You can always stress it up, too, and roll two Oh, yeah. Tunes. I mean, I don't really need to. I mean, we're friends. And, yeah. Uh, you know, oh, totally. I, you know, he, 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 I provide him a service. He provides me information. Exactly. Um, and this is like so a I low. Don't really think that I, I think this is a friendly chat between friends. And I'm exactly sure be happy to tell me if there's anybody else suffering from the attentions of the tenebrous worm cult. Sure. Yeah. I just want to see how this is one of those situations where a failure doesn't harm you in any way. It's just kind of the a better role gets you more good stuff. Well, let's just let's just go for a straight up consort. Nice. Then. I like it. It's a good call. Okay. Well, that's not much. So he maybe he doesn't know much. He doesn't have anything on the cult, but he doesn't want to leave you hanging here. And he says, uh, "Actually, I heard about this uh, crew in your neck of the woods at Six Towers. Call themselves the Divers, and they are a sal- they're a salvage crew, right? They go underwater. They go into old abandoned houses looking for salvage that they sell for people. Sounds like they make some money off of it. But there's a crew that keeps robbing them when they can find them. So they're kind of on the down low. If say a local uh, gang was able to offer some protection to them." You might get be able to get some money out of it, or maybe some of the good stuff out of their loot. And he says, uh, "I know somebody who knows somebody who knows one of these kids, and they're kids. It sounds like, but uh, but pretty smart, but you know, pretty naive. I could, if your crew is interested, I could put you in touch and maybe see if you could offer them some kind of, you know, uh, protection in exchange for consideration." Okay, that is that is excellent information, and I will take that back to my crew, and uh, we will certainly be in touch. Okay. All right. Now, which fork do I use for the water? The really round one. Yes. <laughs> we have a long way to go, don't we? 
Okay, um, let us reconvene at the manor house now. You can share information and decide if uh, there's anything you want to do. Yeah, I swung by Salia's, but I guess he wasn't home, so I got nothing, guys. Sorry. What? Well, I've got uh, I got some uh, some information about a crew of divers. They're called the divers, and they do salvage, and um, they're people who are robbing them, and they may be good allies. And in game terms, they could be considered a kind of uh, turf, actually, or uh, yeah, expanding your influence and mm-hmm. wealth. You're not going to go to the spirit possession party? Yeah, I'm going to go to the spirit uh, possession party. Yes, I'm, just waiting for the I'm moment. I'm not trying to nudge you toward that. <laughs> uh, okay, do you want to talk about your plan? Are you going to go to this thing first, or do you want to move ahead to prepare for? It sounds like what's going to be a confrontation with this cult. I'm going to need explosives for this cult. Okay. Um, you've got a couple uh, days to go shop, or to go shopping, or to make yeah. something. And uh, I think Gun's gonna need some, uh, gonna need some gear too. But uh, I don't think she can, she can shoot them all. Well, well, don't well, count Gun. Don't sell Gun short. I guess we only need to shoot one, don't we? We only need to shoot. We only need to take care of the big guy. And don't you know Flint, the spirit trafficker? As an enemy. Oh, really? Oh, oh great! Oh, what are the odds? Ooh, maybe you should stay home while we go to the illegal ghost possession <laughs> contest. It Boy, doesn't this... sound like you'd enjoy it anyway. I, I say, oh, <laughs> this is really, this is terrible. I think, I think it's too good to pass up. This, besides, this is like what good stories are made of, right? You go to your enemy's stronghold because you need something from them. Perfect. Exactly. Okay, let's do that. I, I say, let's do it. Okay, so this is in an old warehouse in the docks on the way into the docks district. And you can actually see your old friend, the Bowmore Bridge, actually across the canal uh, from where you are. And from your information merchant, your information gatherer, uh, you've got the location and uh, the password to get in or just the like who you need to nod to to get in. Uh, So you make your way in there. It is a Empty, abandoned warehouse, as I said, but it is laid out with a bar over in one corner, a stage up against one wall where you assume the action is happening. It is not jam-packed with people, but it does have a clientele and a very mixed clientele it is. Uh, You see some people who look like they're weird, might be cultists themselves from the look of them. They're not the Tenebris Worm cult people. You see a person you recognize, a famous personage, uh, Lord Strangford, who is a a captain of one of the Leviathan blood fleets and a powerful noble in his own right, uh, appears to be slumming it for the weird... Uh, weirdness of the event in and of itself. People from all social circles, though, here, only sharing apparently a weird predilection for watching people be possessed by spirits for sport. What could be better? And you see, Rip, your old frenemy? Enemy? I mean, this is... Uh, Flint is on my strange friends as a negative. I I said enemy. Is that what that really oh, yeah. is like? I don't, it it yeah. really... It is a negative relationship. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, mean yeah. necessarily he's a mortal enemy. Right me but he's not a friend he is uh in the middle of the crowd uh, greeting people he has some kind of like minion with him uh with a, a scroll uh, taking notes is it people signing up is it people making wagers you're not sure by the stage is a person though at a table and there's a sign saying sign up if you dare presumably for contestants tonight hmm 
And again, there's people from all social circles. If you want to mingle with anyone uh, or if anyone wants to sign up or if you want to interact with Flint, who, uh, according to your information guide, is the person who might have something to say about the cults. Uh, Willie, Willie's very much into signing up for this. Because, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like it's right up his alley. This sounds like it might be even more intense than uh, just uh You boxing. might have a new vice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he'd be he'd be I yeah, Willie puts himself forward as to the rest of the crew as uh quite happy to sign up for this if needed. Okay. Are there any other people who'd want to volunteer first? I have no interest in volunteering to be possessed. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. And now that you're more fully in, you see up on the stage, actually a curtain has opened now. And there are racks of spirit bottles and like just humming with electroplasmic energy up on the stage. And presumably this is the source of the possessing spirits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's hear. So it sounds like Willie is going up to sign up and make his uh, X on the sign up sheet. <laughs> yes. Column immediately regrets <laughs> thinking of this. But yeah, Willie, Willie well, is you don't going have to. Okay. No, no. Hell, hell. No, he would totally go for this. Seymour, are okay. you going to go talk to Flint? Uh, sure. Okay. And is anybody going to go with Seymour uh, uh, to talk to Flint I, as well? I mean, Rip really wants to, but he's got just enough I self-awareness to think that would be a bad idea. Okay. I it's always distracting. go with Seymour, so I'll go with him. Okay, so Silver and Seymour are going up to talk to Flint. Uh, Willie's going up to sign up, apparently. Yeah, what's my entry fee? Is there an entry fee? Oh, hell no. You're the, <laughs> you're the, main you're the uh, entertainment man. People wouldn't be here and spending money without you and making bets. All right. Yeah, yeah. He's into this. I've changed my mind. I think I'd like to go talk to the captain. Lord Strangford? Okay. Yes. That sounds good. Okay. Oh, so may I accompany you, Silver? Of course. Excellent. Okay. Who oh, good. I wrote you down next to each other. So you're going to talk to Lord Strangford. Seymour is going to talk to Flint. Willie is going to sign up. And it doesn't seem like crap tons of people are going to sign up, but I guess it doesn't take many. Uh, Gun, what are you up to? Uh, I don't know if Gun came along on this rodeo. Okay. If I'm being frank. It doesn't sound like your jam? No. I think she stayed home, got drunk. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Roll for drunk. Okay. So let us have Rip and Silver talk to Lord Strangford. He is a tall powerfully built man he is you know some nobles make a lot of money by contracting ships and hiring captains to go out he does that too but he is famously one uh, who has gone out into the treacherous seas to hunt these massive demons whose blood fuels most of duskwall and a lot of the empire for that matter he uh people are talking to him like hangers on and people trying to curry favor with him and he he seems kind of bored uh, with them. He's clearly eager for the events to stop so he can cut them loose. How do you try to make an entry here? I don't know. Can I, can I do like a, can I do a little eye contact, you know, uh, like, a you know, flirtatious type of thing. That's what I'm getting getting his at. attention. Sure. Yeah. That's your open. So yes. So I think get a role to see if you can lure him away on the upside. It seems like he wants to be lured away. What's that one? Is that a is that a sway? Is that a finesse? Is that what is that? What the hell was that? Oh, I could see I could see either finesse or sway, actually. Well, let's just go with finesse and see how that okay. works. Yeah, if you can that make just the right gesture and the nod in the right direction. Four. 
three actually is the highest roll. Oh, three is the highest. Okay. Yeah, he sees you and uh, nods politely. You seem a little more interesting than the crowd, but you're going to have to get, if you're going to talk to him, uh, you'll have to compete with uh, the rest of the crowd here. If you've done any better, he might have pulled away and talked one-on-one with you. Okay, well, I'm going to need Rip here then to come up mm. with a stunning plan. <laughs> Oh dear, starting plans aren't my best thing. Though, okay, so one I'm thing I didn't lure him I, in to talk to us. I blew through that roll a little fast. Rip, you did have the option of spending a stress to aid, like maybe to try to distract some of the hangers on or something like that, which would have given Silver one more die to work with. If Sounds you didn't have me. something of your own you wanted to do. I don't have anything special. I think adding I think I can take on a stress for that purpose. Okay. Yeah, I've got to remember not to blow through rolls before we look at all possible options. So throw one more die in there, Silver. All right, Added, okay. taking on stress. Got it. Yeah, still three. Yeah. Okay, still three. didn't help. Okay, so yeah, you I might be able to get in a word. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just kind of like milling around him now. Maybe you can get on word with him before the festivities start. Maybe not. Okay, here we got Seymour now talking to Flint. Uh, and he's uh, just taking a note. Uh, you step up to him. And without looking up, uh, he says, yes. I would just pick his brain. I'd say, I hear you might have an in with the uh, tenebrous worms. What is a tenebrous worm? He says, I'm not sure I've heard of such a thing. He's clearly paying, playing coy. And the, the message is like, and why am I telling you what I know? You want to bust a move. I'm going to bust out my fine bottle of whiskey. And I'm going to take a sip. And I'm going to set it down in front of him, and I'm going to say a mutual associate of ours said you may be able to help me. I need to have words with them. Okay. Um, so it sounds like we're moving toward a die roll to try to persuade him one way or another to work with you. Yeah. Can I do a, a sway? Sure. That sounds good. How good is that whiskey? I mean, it says fine bottle. Okay. <laughs> so I think I, I think it's 2d6 good. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is a five. A five. Okay. I can offer you information, hmm, but I'll want something back for you. We don't uh, offer. We don't uh, give away things for free in this world. Is that your friend uh, signing up for the spirit possession? He says, looking over at Willie. He clearly noted who came in together. Workplace proximity associate. <laughs> nice. Um, does he have any experience with spirits? A little insider information on the gambling could uh, help me considerably. I've not worked with Willie for a long time. Hmm. Well, but I um, can say he's about as tough and scrappy as they come, physically and mentally. Hmm. All right. Well, I suppose that's worth a little something. The tenebrous worm people—I don't know much about them. They have not been in existence very long, and they have something to do with uh, Lord Skurlock. <laughs> he often works through cults and sometimes conjures cults out of thin air somehow. So mm. make of that what you will. Well, I take another swig of my whiskey and I offer him one again. Oh, he, yeah, he likes and, a good drink. Uh, yeah, then I'll take my leave and I'll say, uh, enjoy the night's festivities. I shall indeed. Uh, okay, so people are going around. Uh, there's a chart of who's participating. Wagers are made, and they go uh, with the newest contestant in the match. What was your name again, sir? An announcer says. Mr. William Tooties. Master? Mr. Mr. Pardon, sir. 
William Two Teeth is our first contestant. Place any bets uh, at the bar that you have not made yet. Again, there are many bets available. Time uh, until he becomes dispossessed. Harm that befalls him along the way. Chances of survival. All of them are, our odds are wide open on this fellow since he hasn't been here before. I'd certainly head over to the bar. Okay. You got to place any bets on Willie? I am. What's is it an over under? I mean, over under on time or yeah, there's an over under on time. There's uh, and it's actually fairly high with Willie, meaning that they don't think mm-hmm. he's going to break free of possession very quickly. And then you said, well, I mean, I might as well bet on my friend living. Okay. Um, <laughs> or, or do you want to hedge? I mean, is... Like I lost Willie, but I made some money. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think I think he's going to come out of this on his feet still. Okay, and that's even odds, actually. Survival. Survival is even odds, mm-hmm. and is it just what's the what if I bet the under? Let's see. So they they do the time, so it's a straight bet. So they've got like about five minutes on him. So it's a it's an even bet on either side of the over under. So you can okay, bet so I bet. In. So if I bet the under, is it is it just fifty fifty still? Yeah, yeah. Even payout. Okay, that um. Uh, then I'm I'm just is everything just uh, even for for sake of convenience? Uh, okay, yeah, let's just say that. Then then I'll just I'll, I'll bet he lives. Okay, and you're betting uh, basically one coin on your yeah. Bet that's or bets? that's what I've got. Excellent, because <laughs> the guy in the pit has the purse. Excellent, <laughs> or on the stage rather. And then uh, the announcer says, "Mr. Flint uh, will be up in just a moment to select the spirit." Of course, at random. Of course, at random. Paul gives me an idea. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I say very, uh, quite, quite loudly in a carrying voice to Rip. I heard Mister Two Teeth has been through this before, and survived. Oh. I think his odds are excellent. And then well. I hope that the captain hears me. Hmm. Yes, uh, he makes a he dispatches a servant over to make one more quick bet and nods at you. <laughs> Willie's excitement at undertaking this is matched only by his regret at undertaking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Flint steps up. He says, yes, uh, before I select, do I see my old friend Rip Slagcheek out there? Well, lovely to see you out and about. <clears throat> and he looks at you carefully, Willie, to see if you react to the name. Nope. I make, I make sure that I am unflinging. Okay. I think you can... Well, this guy's a pretty talented observer of human nature. Uh, how are you going to try to pull this off? You get the impression that it could go badly for you if he realizes you're a friend of his enemy. Well, like as I said, I'm. Uh, he was just going to be just unflinching and, um, you know, not even bat an eyelid at the, uh, at the mention of the slag cheek name. Okay. Gosh, I don't know if there's really a good skill for that. A happy sway, I guess it would have it? to be sway, wouldn't it? I suppose so, yeah. Hmm, well, I've got nothing in sway, but I could take a stress, which would give me one, right? Uh, it's too stressed to bump your own up. Yeah, that's what I mean. And you're about to be possessed. Yeah. <laughs> I could take, I could take, because uh, if I, I have nothing if in sway. If you're at zero, you roll two dice and take the lower, yeah. And take the lower. Or I could stress and take one. Yep. <laughs> which is actually the better deal. Mm, or is it the better deal? Well, fuck yeah, it. Push yourself as two. Yeah. Fuck it. What do you think? Think I should stress or roll? I think two you should. You lower? should save your stress for whatever check you have to make to survive the ghost. 
<laughs> well, I still only get to take two stress, though. It's not like I can take six yeah, stress. Yeah, you can't. Uh-huh. You can only take two stress, right? You can At, only In bump one yourself. sitting, yeah. Yeah, you can only bump yourself once. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I will roll uh, the two. What? What's a? I got a question. What's a spirit bane charm? Is that something that I could I could toss to Willie to help him out with this, or you could? Yeah, I think it might violate the rules. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> That's a good thought, though. I like. Should have thought of that beforehand. Sorry, Willie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> did you make your roll, Willie? That's a five and a Ooh. four. A four. That's okay, a four. All right. Yeah, so he raises an eyebrow somewhat suspiciously, but you he doesn't seem to get a glimpse of re- the glimpse of recognition he was looking for. He says, All right. Uh, and he like turns a crank and the whole rack of, of spirit jars spins around <laughs> and then one ends up on a side. He grabs it. Uh, he's like, Are you ready, William Two Teeth? Oh, I'm ready. Bring it on. All right. He uncaps the flask and all of you in the crowd see a flash of greenish light and a human shape flash out of the jar and then disappear into Willie Tooth Teeth. Flint steps away. The announcer has stepped away. So it's just Willie and his ghost on the stage. And he starts swaying about in the thralls of spirit possession. Uh, you get the sense that this is not like this is a just kind of a general angry spirit who's not happy to be here, Willie. So. It is there, and you are hoping to get away from it. Okay. I think this will be in a tune. It seems like it probably would be, yes. Okay. And I've got nothing in a tune. Okay. So do I take stress and roll one, or do I do the same and roll <laughs> two and take my lower? Jesus, that's a that's a that's a nasty bargain. Fuck it. This is what life's okay. all about. Don't roll yet. Um, it is possible that one of your compadres can try to help you in this, perhaps by a, helping, trying to attune subtly to aid you. Can that be done from this distance? By somebody who's skilled at attuning. I mean, you are, you have the that skill would be me. to, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah, like, I'm still unclear about how the mechanics of this thing works. Like, is there a range or, like, I just never really. You can like, step close enough to the stage, yeah. Okay, then. I will do an aid or help her. Okay. So in game terms, you would spend a stress and you are like trying to like really subtly like get in there and help drive the spirit out of Willie. Yes. Okay. So Willie, that gives you a die. So that takes you from zero to one, I believe. Okay. Okay. Are you going to spend the stress? Oh, of course. I'm taking the stress. Okay. So I'm spending a stress too. Is that right? Uh, Yeah. You're spending a stress. Willie would help spend two stress. I'm spending two. Yeah. So I'm just racking it up today. Two dice. Okay. Would you like a devil's bargain, Willie, for another die? Yes, I would. (laughs) What would this devil's bargain be? Always take the devil's bargain. This just gets better and better. (laughs) All right. If you succeed, you will have taken on this ghost mission of vengeance. And there's going to be some task you need to do to perform for this ghost. You're not even clear on what it is. It's going to burn itself into your brain, and you're going to feel a compulsion to do it. And it might hit you any time. Stop talking. If you accept, accept this bargain. I accept. Absolutely. Three dice. Fun. You're a wild ghost rider here. Three twos coming our okay. way. And so some a few minutes have elapsed at this point. Because it's it's like Willie, not a veteran of attuning, 
like is trying to get a grip on where he is and indeed who he is. And you uh, watching in the crowd, see him like running back and forth, dropping to the floor from time to time, waving around exorcist style. We are ready for your role, I believe. Okay. There we go. Uh, five. I have two fours and a five. Okay. A five. All right. You managed to break out and you managed to do it inside the betting round, but you're going to take another harm from this one. Okay. And it is going to be addle-brained, a level one harm. And that's going to give you an impact, a negative thing on doing things. I don't know if like if you're trying to build a bomb or something, I don't know. And remember, this hasn't come up today. You can make a roll to limit the impact of a harm. You suffer six Mm -hmm. stress minus your roll, which would be the one with the tune in it. You don't have to do this. So it would be your resolve. Okay. And one of the things you guys took as sun chasers is whenever you do a resistance roll, you get an extra die. Okay. So So how many dice? Do I or do I just have the one? So you've got, well, I've got well, nothing in resolve. I have no nothing resolve. In resolve. Really? Holy shit. No, so you get the one. He has no resolve. It's his whole okay. life. This whole thing is life is a kind to us. So There's you're going to no resolve. You'll erase this harm, uh, but you're going to take <laughs> six stress minus whatever you roll in this one die. Bring it on. Okay. I'm rolling the die. That is a four. So I take two stress. Two stress. Okay. Well, you came out of that pretty good. Okay. And. So uh, after a while, Willie is standing again and he grits his teeth and you see the green humanoid shape coming back out. It pops out. Flint holds the spirit jar back out, waves his hands overly theatrically, and the spirit is sucked back into the spirit jar. And the announcer says, four minutes and 30 seconds. All right. And there's like applause. Good job, little guy. Wow. Willie's got a new favorite hangout. (laughs) I politely golf clap. Yay. Gun, what are you up to at home right now? I think she's somehow, she's found a board game that she's trying to figure out. Um, while she has like a couple of bottles that are kind of scattered around her. And she's just not making heads or tails of it. What I see is like you and Gregor are sitting at either ends of like <laughs> a chessboard and just like staring at the pieces. <laughs> no, it's, so you can move, but you can't move that piece because no, goddamn no, because that's a bishop. You can't move them back and forth like that. They can only go. Di- when do they kill? They when you land on a piece, man. I just you know. It, do you want to just go back to something else? I don't know. Punch punching bag. Uh, yeah, I'll probably throw up again. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back at the Illegal Spirit Possession Club. Uh, whoever, uh, who made a bet, you get to collect uh, an extra coin in your winnings because Willie beat. Yay. Yep. And Lord Strangford, his minion collects his winnings and Lord Strangford nods, uh, gives like his little half bow to you, Silver. Oh, and I, and I uh, do sort of a little curtsy and, you know, smile at him. Okay, so we could say you are in, uh, you have contact with Lord Strangford now, and uh, in future at uh, gatherings, if you run into him, he'll be open to your conversational gambits, if you want to note that to yourself. I'll make a note of that. Okay. Other uh, hapless souls now uh, offer themselves up as some of the more experienced contenders, and uh, some of them are like actually up the difficulty level and ask for some of the more difficult spirits. And so good fun. Good, healthy, wholesome fun is had by all. Family fun for everyone. Yes. 
All right. Well, we are past 930 now, and I think pretty well set up for it sounds like your crew's next job will be to have a go at this uh, cult that's meeting at the park. Yes. Yes. That sounds okay. like fun. Uh, any points of order, anything anyone wants to ask about or make sure we're aware of before we wrap up for the night? I'm useless in a pitched battle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm very handy in a pitched battle. I'm actually, I'm really planning on whatever we're doing. I'm, I'm, I want to go heavy. Yeah, we're going to need to, we're going to need to, we're going to need to plan it a bit more because it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be tricky. Okay. Well, and remember, we can just, yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I would share the information that I got and I said, we could just cut to the chase and go for Skurlock. Oh, that's true. He did he's reveal that Spurlock's behind all this. He yeah, is a much a harder time, target, though. Yeah, he's going to be step a, at a time. hard, hard target. I'm all for bringing down Lord Spurlock, but yes, uh, it's not it's not a job to go into without extensive planning. We just need to realize that we're going to be playing Whack-A-Cult. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't take out Von Dom just right away. No. <laughs> I've seen hard target. doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> the grenades just make him really dirty. 